The best gifts are not material, but spiritual, not temporal, but eternal, and not earthly, but heavenly. In the book of Ephesians, we discover a rich list of what God has given to His children. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open this portion of Scripture and take inventory of all spiritual blessings that are ours in Christ. Isn't it wonderful that our God is the God of the past, the God of the present, and the God of the future? Uh, that's why the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You see, God is the God of all time because God is not bound by time. God is the God of eternity. Uh, we're making our spiritual blessings list. We've spent a lot of time in Ephesians chapter 1, and the rest of the book of Ephesians we, we will look at perhaps in larger chunks of Scripture and not take quite as long with each section. But we've come now to Ephesians chapter 2, and in fact, the first 17 verses in Ephesians chapter 2 really all go together. I would challenge you to read all 17 verses on your own because Ephesians 2, 1 through 17, gives us a great truth that connects to our past, our present, and our future. It's one of the great spiritual blessings. And what is it? It is this, that God gives us victory over our past, life in the present, and hope for the future. You see, as you read Ephesians chapter number 2, he deals with all three aspects. Let me show you what I mean. In verse 1, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. You were. There was a day you were a dead man. Look at verse 2. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh on the children of disobedience. Verse 3, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Verse 5, even when we were dead in sins. Do you see all the past tense words here? A friend, you were a dead man. You walked according to the course of this world. You were bound by your lust. You were by nature a child of wrath. That's right. You were dead in your sins. He repeats it. Uh, he's pointing out here life before Christ. Would you go back in your mind just a moment and remember what you were before Jesus, before Christ, B.C., before Christ in your life? And would you rejoice in this? God has taken care of your past. In fact, uh, right in the middle of it, it says in verse 4, but God. Isn't it wonderful when God butts in? But God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Yes, you were a sinner. Yes, you were dead. Yes, you were lost. Uh, but Jesus is a great Savior. God gives life. Uh, the Lord has now found you. In other words, for every negative, now as a follower of Jesus, uh, there is a positive that is much greater. God is greater than your past. Are you still bogged down in yesterday's sins? Are you still living uh, like wading through molasses in what you used to be. The Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. Stop living in your past. You've got to get past your past. That's under the blood of Jesus. He's cast all of your sins into the sea of his forgetfulness. Uh, my grandpa used to say he puts up a no fishing sign. The devil may try to drag them up, but God's buried them there. God doesn't want you pulling those up. God gives victory over the past. 
then God gives life in the present. Listen to verse the rest of verse number 5. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together. By grace ye are saved. Do you hear the present tense? Ye are. Not you're going to be. You are. Eternal life doesn't start when you die. It starts when you come to know Jesus as your Savior. You are saved. Verse 6, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He's not talking about the future. Yes, someday you'll be in heaven, but right now you're in heavenly places. Yes, someday you will physically be with Christ, but right now you are with Christ. As a matter of fact, in Ephesians 1 verse 20, that's where Jesus is sitting. He set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. If I say, where is Christ? He is seated at the right hand of the heavenly Father. And listen to chapter 2, verse 6 again. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You're there with him. That's right. You were with him on that cross. Uh, you, you died with him there. You were buried with him. You rose with him. You ascended with him. You are seated with him now in heavenly places. Uh, stop living like this world is all there is. And what you're facing every day is, is all there is. No, friend. You, you're seated in heavenly places right now. So God not only gives victory over your past, he gives a present tense life and strength. In fact, later in this same passage, he he goes back to this past and present contrast. In verse 12, he says, At that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. That's all the past. But Listen to verse 13. But now. Isn't that beautiful? Friend, it's time to live in the now. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. In other words, God says, I have transferred you out of what you used to be into what I want you to be. I've translated you out of the old life into new life. And so he deals with our past. He deals with our present. And if that were not enough, he then gives hope for the future. Listen to verse 7 of Ephesians 2, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. God has a future for you now, and he has an eternity to follow. He has a work for you to do now. Uh, That's why he put grace in you. That's why he saved you. That's why he forgave you. He didn't just save you from something. He saved you for something. You getting saved was not the end. That was the glorious beginning. That That was the starting point of every good thing that God had for your life. So the Lord has much more for you here in this life. And then when you leave this life, the Bible uses this expression, in the ages to come. Beyond where you can see at this moment, God has much more for you. Do you see the past, the present, and the future? And do you see that Christ is more than enough for every one of them? Some people live all of their life bogged down with remorse and regrets over yesterday. Friend, you can't change yesterday. Other people live all of their life uh, just hoping maybe tomorrow will be a little better, I don't know, wishing for a better day. God says, I want you to live today in my grace, in my victory, in my power, believing that yesterday is under the blood and tomorrow is hopeful 
because of Jesus Christ. Somebody said it this way, yesterday is like a canceled check. Tomorrow is a promissory note, and today is legal tender. I like that. You can't change yesterday, but thank God it's under the blood of Jesus. And you're not to tomorrow yet. Just know this, God's going to take care of tomorrow because he's already there. He's, he's got it all worked out and planned for you, and it's wonderful. But now, now, today, God has his grace for you in Christ Jesus, and he wants you to live in his victory and in his power. My prayer today, you know, Ephesians is full of the prayers of Paul for the, those he wrote to. My prayer for those of you who are listening today is two things. Number one, if you don't personally know the grace of God and have your sins forgiven, I'm praying today that you'll be saved, that today you'll come to know Jesus Christ. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear about your decision for Christ. Let us know. And then I'm praying for all of us who know Christ, that we will come to understand more and more that God is the God of all time. He gives victory over our past, life in the present, and hope for the future. Isn't it amazing what God has made available for His people? Our sincere prayer is that you will discover all that God has for you and be led to true thanksgiving, worship, and praise. Join us again next time as we continue our study of the Word of God. Until then, thank you for listening. We would love to hear how God is at work in your heart and home. Visit us today at enjoyingthejourney.org.